One night in Letterkenny, a comic was mean, so the Hicks held a talent show at Modine's. Judged by Katie and Wayne, Skrilly Dan was slaying, but Derry won the night with his dancing routine. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we're once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letterkenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letterkenny out there, but this one is also a Christian EMO super ballad called Non-Unicorn Compost. Really? That's it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Al, your host. <laughs> well, you got Victor. <laughs> it was a delayed was after a delayed, effect. Yeah. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt the vibrant Victor, and joining us is a special guest. Some of you may know her as Squirrely Eliza on Twitter, uh, where she tweets about Animal Crossing, Letter Kenny, and wine. Uh, Eliza recently recreated the produce stand scene in Animal Crossing. She's also a patron of our podcast, which is why she's here tonight. Everyone, make some noise for Eliza. Wondrous. Oh, my. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Oh, hi, everyone. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Got to give you the VIP treatment, Eliza. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, well, go, go. I feel so valued to get all the sound the sound bites. Yeah, well, <laughs> as well you should. Yeah, you know, unlike our other guests, you actually paid to be here. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How are you now? So, Eliza, where are we talking to you from? Um, we're talking to me from Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. We hear, I hear that's a really nice uh, part of the the country. Yeah, it just rains a lot. Well, I mean, so does so do other nice parts of the country. Um, if you don't mind us asking, what do you do for a living? Yeah, so I am actually I'm in my second week of a new job. I am a teacher at a childcare center. Oh, nice. Yeah. What what yeah. what kind of grade or level? Um, so right now, since with distance learning, I actually teach um, school age kids. Okay. So school-age kids will come to my daycare with their computers, and I help them out with their school. Okay. Uh, the other, was it yesterday or day before yesterday? You were, you were tweet, tweet, <laughs> tweeting that you were under some kind of distress, that you had like <laughs> double the amount of kids that you normally have. What, what What's yeah. going on there? <laughs> um. So since all the kids have different schedules, their parents have different schedules, so... Sometimes there'll be a little bit of kids and sometimes all of a sudden there's a whole bunch and we don't really have control over it. So I actually had every single student that's supposed to be in my class there and that had never happened before. Oh. Uh, so, and, but I, mean, I got through it and it's been a great rest of the week. So yeah. <laughs> uh, T- Tanya knows better than I do, but it must be like doing distance learning with a bunch of kids that age must be like, mm-hmm. like wrestling cats or whatever. Like just, uh, it must be impossible to keep their attention. Yeah, like I've got three. I got three kids, and just trying to keep them under wraps. Mm. <laughs> Can't imagine a whole damn room. <laughs> so what we're saying is, you earn every penny you make, and and I mean, how excited are you to to like be getting a job during a pandemic? That must be you must feel fortunate. Mm-hmm, definitely, mm-hmm. Um, it's been a struggle trying to find a teaching job. Uh, I graduated with my bachelor's in June, ready to be a teacher, and it just it's just now finally happening for me so but i'm just i'm so soaked and Good. ready for whatever they're gonna throw at me that's awesome um so letter kenny i mean when did you discover it and uh you know tell us a little bit about that oh. um so actually my boyfriend is the one who 
first showed it to me. Um, and he was just playing it and I kind of just watched him while he was watching mm-hmm. it. And I had no clue what was going on the whole time. I didn't understand anything they were saying. Um, but I got hooked and now I am a much bigger fan than he is. Wow. He kind of laughs at me for like how into it I am. Um, but yeah, it was really just, it was him. Um, and then also my sister, she was also watching it. So just the multiple recommendations got me into it. And now I'm a bigger fan than any of them. So, <laughs> so what did your boyfriend say when you, when you told him you're coming on the podcast? Tonight? Um, well, I tell him about your podcast a lot cause he hears me talk about it every week when I listen. <laughs> um, so he, he has, he has some background information about it. Um, but he just thought it was cool. And that was kind of it. He's yeah, he's not a super excited person. So it was just, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> just perfectly sighted, right? Yeah, well, that's, that's cool. Well, 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 I hope you signed the release forms and all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Okay, so tonight's lineup is going to be Al, Victor, Matt, Tanya, and we'll 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 have the the guest have the last word. How does that sound? Sounds Deal. great. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm just writing that down here. Hold on, uh, Matt and Tanya and Eliza. All right, cool. Um. How are you now? So, uh, I mean, I'll talk about my week because it was a really, <laughs> really exciting week. We had Trey, Trey or Kate Trevor Wilson on the uh, podcast on Monday, and uh, that was so much fun. Um, I mean, we got more time than we were expecting uh, from him, and I feel like maybe, uh, well, he left in a rush, <laughs> so I feel like maybe we were keeping him from either another interview or, or, or something else, so hopefully he didn't uh, hold that against us, but it was a lot of fun. Eliza, I mean... You became a patron because you couldn't wait until mon- next Monday to hear the interview. So, I mean, what did you think? Um, I was, I loved it. I learned a lot about just like the background of the show that I hadn't really like dived into that much. Um, but then also just the whole throwaway glass part that <laughs> I know, that right? really got me. I was like, this is so great, and that was one of my favorite episodes too. And so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, I've listened to a lot of interviews now from all, like with all ga- uh, cast members. And so I was thrilled because he gave us stuff that I've never heard before in any interview. So it, even like, uh, you're you're not familiar with it, but there's a CBC show, CBC show here called Q. And they're known for their in-depth, long-form interviews. And uh, some of the stories he gave us on Monday were not part of those interviews. So pretty, pr- pretty thrilling there. Yeah, Vic- it was fun. Yeah, Victor, how's your week? It was a great week. Uh, you know, I got to meet a star, uh, so that's pretty cool. And you know, you know, you know what's neat about that entry is when 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 uh, he first showed up and sat down in a chair, you looked and saw that there's all these people, mm-hmm. <laughs> like all these different cameras. I could just tell in his face, like he saw, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, he didn't. He he didn't look that enthusiastic. You know, like he's so he's a pro, right? Yeah, and he's like, probably he, done he, a million he, of those interviews. So. Well, that's just it. That's just it. And and what I feel so good about, and you really deserve a lot of credit for this, Al, is you know he um, probably ten minutes in, he was having a great time. He was enjoying. It was genuine. It was authentic. Uh, it was real, uh, and he he was having a good time. And that's why when we came to um, uh, forty five minutes in, he wasn't thinking I got to get out of here. He might have been like based on some schedule or whatever, yeah, but yeah. he was he was not showing signs of rush or anything like that. He mm-hmm. was totally in it. And you know when we got to the speed round, 
Um, yeah. like he was just all in, he, he was all in. It was so, so beautiful. And, uh, and yeah, kudos to you for, you know, keeping pace and, oh. and, and asking good questions and whatnot. But, uh, it, it, you know, I felt, I felt that that interview was right up there with any of the articles and interviews that I saw and kind of preparing for that, mm-hmm. um, for that episode. So, um, yeah, I just felt really good about it. Uh, and you know, week was great because, uh, and how great is it? Cause it, we, you know, we didn't plan the timing, no. but the fact that it was, it was like sandwiched between these two episodes, the one we did last week, right. like the perfect one for it's like, it was like <laughs> exactly. served up. Yeah. It was like a softball. Like it was just perfect. You yeah, know, couldn't have been better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like you create your own destiny. It's mm-hmm. that whole uh, quantum physics thing that, you know, I, I'm not going to get into that. Maybe another, <laughs> another day. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm feeling really good. Good. And I hope you're right. I hope that's how he felt. It seems like he was, he, he was, he warmed up kind of, you know, as we were going. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was so much fun. And, and the thing is too, it went long, not just, it wasn't our fault. It went long so much as it was his, his answers were so long yeah. and detailed, yeah. but like I was, wouldn't dare inter- like interrupt the guy cause he was giving us some gold. So, uh, wow. just let him talk. Right. I mean, I didn't yeah. get to half the questions I wanted to ask. Oh, him, yeah. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, well, just, just makes for a part two sometime. <laughs> in the future. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Anyway, Matt, what did, how was your week? Weeks. I mean, <laughs> you guys have all said it, it started off on such a high. The, the one thing I, I want to quickly tackle something here. I, I, I've been very observational on some of what's going on and I'm getting a bit of podcast coup vibes going on here. Um, so let's, let's, let's backtrack a couple of weeks. And on a couple of occasions, I've made references to, you know, should we be considering recasting? Right. <laughs> and then, and then out of nowhere, Al says, Oh, we have a guest coming on. And then I look at her handle online and she goes by squirrely Eliza. <laughs> So I, I don't know. Uh, should I be nervous? This is a casting or, call. Didn't you yeah, know that? I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. Is an Matt. audition? Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to say anything, Matt. But uh, depending I'm on how the, today goes. Um, I'm putting the pieces together. What can I say? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's it's been a fun week. And I'm so, I'm so glad you're able to come out and join us, Liza. This is such a blast. We love having others on the show. And I know we've talked before having more people. So mm-hmm, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping this is just sort of the the starting point and uh we can open it up our doors because you know we just join every week and have a blast so this is this is such a pleasure to have someone with us uh the other the other kind of cool news that i'm interpreting as cool in my head is i just found out out of nowhere i randomly became part australian this week nice so uh okay explain (laughs) well i I mean i guess i would kind of say i'm probably the equal equal of about one eighteenth um Australian in law. My co- my cousin just became an Australian citizen, so I'm oh. interpreting that as I became okay. Australian. So, so yeah. Uh, all right. Adjacent to. Adjacent. Yeah. Very very random news, but I just you know I, I oddly got excited. I'm like I guess I have Australian in the family now. So well, there you go. Now you have a place <laughs> you can go crash when you go visit. Right. Yeah, Tanya. How was your week? Well, after Matt's uh, um, moment there, I feel like I just need to say fresh right from the get-go, whether it is a fresh or not, just so that I don't get recasted. Oh, jeez. So, so, yeah, I'll just like blankly give my freshes from here on out. 
Uh, my week was busy. I can't believe that was Monday. I like, know, it felt so the, long ago. This week has felt so long. It's been such a busy week. Um, uh, you guys have already hit all the nails on the head for, uh, for our episode and show on Monday. Uh, Kay Trevor Wilson. Amazing. Loved the first, I, I loved how it was uh, split split up and it was kind of like the first half hour about him and his career mm-hmm. and, uh, the build up into the, the letty, letter Kenny for the, for the second portion of the, the episode. So it was a, it was a great mix. Um, and then on top of all that, we had, um, our son's birthday Mm. on the same day as the interview. So, um, I think I was up till about two o'clock in the morning, the night before the interview and then the day before, uh, the birthday making penguins of all things. Um, I know this, I am the, the crazy lady that made, um, lawn ornaments, like three foot penguins, (laughs) Um, with uh, duct tape and cardboard, and they were amazing. May I say that they were? If you don't say so yourself. You know what? Were, I'll post a picture. Uh, they were so freaking amazing. So yeah, the 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 because we're in, still in lockdown, so we're um, whatever state of emergency. We're only allowed like five people outside in a gathering, so couldn't have his buddies over. He couldn't see his friends. Not in school. Blah blah blah. So, anyways, thought I'd do something fun. And special um, so that he can look back and not say, oh, you know, COVID took away my birthday so that he would still have a fun, happy memory. We also stuck five dollar bills in 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 balloons and then let him pop them. And he's like, why am I popping balloons? And then money started flying out of them. And then he got the hint that all the balloons had money stuffed in them. So that made for a fun uh, adult pinata. So if anyone needs something for a birthday, that one works. There's a couple ideas for you. There you go. Um, yeah. And we didn't even mention uh, Monday was so like, so eventful that we didn't even mention, we got our Funko pops on Monday as well. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that, w- right. that wasn't planned either, but I, I went to the, I got the notice, uh, in, in, uh, in my email and I ran out to the mailbox and I brought the box home and I was about to rip it open. Cause I was so excited. And Tanya's like, why don't you wait until we have uh, Matt and Victor on so that we can do, you know, uh, uh, an unboxing. So she made me wait, but we did. We had some You're fun. A better man than I would have been. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we appreciate about her. Yeah. After, so after Kay Trevor, after we were done with him, we did an unboxing and uh, it, it, we just, it's so much fun just to looking at, looking at them. And uh, we'll have to arrange a, a meet like a, uh, in a parking lot somewhere where we can, where I can uh, give you guys. Should we yours. thank our sponsor one more time yes, for that? Yes, one last time. No, right. not last time. We'll just keep on saying how <laughs> awesome he is. Dennis Guggen from, uh, from. I'm not. I don't even remember his his uh, company name, but he makes uh, pop uh, Funko Pop vinyl figures. Uh, look him up on on uh, Twitter or uh, Facebook. He does great work, and uh, we can attest because because we're not we're not only. Um, you know, endorsing. We're also clients and uh, very successful. And we'll be returning customers for sure. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Everybody wants one now. Yeah. Watch out. So uh, we got to keep this going rolling here. Uh, Twitter uh, roll call time. Uh, We have 59 new followers this week. Yeah. So here we go. (laughs) Welcome new followers. Chloe S from Wichita, Kansas, Uh, far from this opera forevermore. That's uh, (laughs) I'm going to Wichita. Uh, Kate. uh, What is this? Kate. I B. Katie B, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, MJW, that man lives from Kansas. Jarrett McMi- Ma- McMaster, Mav from Richmond, Virginia. Ward Smith from Charleston, South Carolina. Moxley Crew, 
Stacy Hood, Ryan Stone from North Carolina, Steve Crash from Bedford, Nova Scotia, Nicole Wright, Holly Easton from Buffalo, Tish, uh, Kate Howell from Harker Heights, Texas, Catherine from Seattle, Lisa, not the Kraken, McCracken from McMinnville, Oregon. Uh, do, do you know where McMinnville is? Eliza? I actually would drive by it to go to my college from my hometown oh, well, like, all the time. So I know exactly where that you is. You should say hi to Lisa next time you're going through this. Shout out. Roll down the window. Lisa! Yeah. <laughs> Six foot four. Uh, that's just his handle or her handle. Uh, Rob McGee from Canada. Leafs fanatic from Ontario. Caroline uh, Rodden from High Point, North, North Carolina. Tim. Jeff C. from Bangor, Maine. Uh, Bob Chadwick from New York. Nicola Cameron from somewhere in Texas. B, just B. Uh, Arm Bar Audio from Pittsburgh. Alice on the Issue from Brooklyn. Sammy B. Hill uh, from Parts Unknown. Susan Blanchard Ryan from New York. Chris Andrikakis from Ontario uh, from Toronto. Uh, Tech Keeley from Minnesota via South Carolina. Eve's Laundry from Ohio. <laughs> Um, Tom Chevo, uh, Philip Fisbeck from Hastings, Nebraska, Nick Frank from McHenry, Illinois, Tim Teen People Podcast from Canada, Amber Lawhorn, Medic Mediocre, CMC, Will, Miss Faye, Echo, Mike Junga from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Shout out Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. We had a really great holiday once there. The Free Speech Rooster Part Two, uh, Van Hogan, <laughs> Ken. Uh, Donald Riv- Rivard or Rivard from Hilliard, Ohio. Mark Steinberg from Santa Cruz, California. Kate Kate Perkins Johnson from Loveland, Colorado. Scott Zakowski, Tough Luck from Mississauga. Julie Webb, Circus Brown from Salt Lake City. Jack Napier from Oregon. Another Oregon Oregoner there, I guess. Oregoner, it, right? Uh, it's Oregonian. Oregonian. <laughs> or he's I, I like Goner. I like uh, Oregoner better. <laughs> anyway, Brendan Malone, not the former Raptors coach, but he's from Chevalry, Maryland. Easy going girl, uh, Jared Schultz, and Matthew Bennett from Forest City. <sighs> Thank Ooh. you. That was, a, that was a struggle. Oh, oh wow. man, I'm uh, <laughs> uh, low energy this week, and and six uh, reading fifty nine uh, Twitter handles is is. You should have let Eliza read that. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. Here, here's the script. All right. Uh, let's. Um, well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode three of season four, Way to a Man's Heart. That episode got a fresh rating from all of us, making it the second straight unicorn. Uh, according to our scientific poll, we were right because 100% of respondents also gave the episode a fresh rating. <laughs> Uh, this week, we recap and review episode four of season four, Letter Kenny Talent Show. Um, Victor, have you done your homework? I've done my homework. Matt, have you done your homework? You got it, buddy. Tanya, have you done your homework? I have done my homework. Eliza, I didn't give you much notice, but did you do your homework? Yeah, I actually was able to watch it twice because I was so excited. Wow, that's dedication. <laughs> she is auditioning. Yeah, just so you know. <laughs> Shit. I, I, yeah, exactly. I didn't reach out to Eliza until last night. Uh, it just occurred to me, oh, you know, because uh, I'd, I'd asked everyone else who, who's a patron uh, if they wanted to be on the epi- an episode. And uh, so I've, I said, oh, I better ask Eliza. And I said, you can come on anytime you want, even tomorrow if you want. She's like, I'd love to, I'd love to come on tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay. So... Uh, Thank you. And, and wow, you've watched it twice. That's probably at least uh, double how many times Matt's watched it. So, uh, 
<laughs> let's, actually, let's... true true story because <laughs> I, I actually don't think I had seen this episode. Really? I, I and I don't know why because I've gone. I thought I went through all the seasons, but both Jen and I were watching it, and both of us saying, "I don't think we've actually seen any of this." Wow! Because oh, okay. this is a this is one of those signature episodes. I mean, yeah. uh, we're, we're, as we're going to find out here. All right, let's start with the cold open. We open at the, on the at the produce stand. The Hicks are all arguing over the intricacies of the finder's keepers rule. Uh, Squirrely Dan found a package at the dollar store parking lot addressed to Soupy Campbell and Spider Cremans. So he put it back in uh, the mailbox because it was the right thing to do. Uh, Katie and Derry disagree. Should have opened it. Well, it just didn't feel right on account that it wasn't hers. Well, by the rules of finder's keepers, it was yours. So you should have opened it. Yeah, it was our guys' by the rights. I beg to differ. Even though we found it, it was still technically their guys's. It was yours, fair and square. With all due respects, Miss Katie's, it was them fellas's. Just landed in our guys's hands briefly. Uh, I'm a Katie. It was our guys's. And now we'll never know what was in Soupy and Spider's package. That's what I said. Uh, Wayne thinks something isn't right. He's not talking about the finder's keepers rule. He's referring to the, their butchering of the English language. Says it chaps his ass a wee bit when people use big words to sound smart. It's far more smart and efficient to use small words. Save your breath for something more important like chorn or toll curling. You know, I think so I know what you're <laughs> incinerating at here, Wayne. And I want you to know I take great solstice in working through all the conflictions that come from the king and queen's anglish. Shall I call you an ambulance, Dan? Or better yet? A wambliance? The library has lots of choice literature to help through your confliction, Dan. Well, the library's full of choice literature. Irregardlessly, espresso. Ooh, now that one's so wrong, it might as well be right. As far as Wayne is concerned, Squirrely Dan did the right thing. And cue the music. All right, that's a cold open. I'll start. Um, th this cold open, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. And uh, I mean, listening, I don't know how Squirrely Dan gets through some of that dialogue he gets through with all those unnecessary S's. Uh, it's it's so great. Um, and they hit on so many words that bug the shit out of me when people mess them up, like uh, like irregardlessly and, or um, uh, espresso. And uh, there are a couple others now that aren't coming to mind because I'm tired. But um, just... <laughs> It's just uh, I I found it amusing. It was a funny it was a funny cold open. I you know it's it's like not the funniest ever, but uh, it's definitely one of the better ones. Um, you know, of, of late. Victor, what'd you think? I was waiting for them to say any anyways, but oh any yeah, that's another one that yeah anyways <laughs> yeah <laughs> because that one just uh, you know you know that one just shoots me through the, through the roof. And yeah, I correct everybody when they when they when they say anyways, <laughs> but. Um, and my son now just says it all the time just to bug me. Of course. I would what, totally do that. That's what teenagers <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so uh, <laughs> I, 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 I enjoyed the cold. I mean, more uh, acrobatics, uh, uh, linguistic acrobatics, mm -hmm. right? So uh, it was good and it wasn't too long and uh, uh, got me in a mood for, uh, for the rest of it. So it was good. Matt? Yeah, it was good. It was, I mean, I agree. It wasn't my favorite cold open. It was fun. Uh, the S is... Uh, definitely <laughs> trip you out as they go along. And I like the, the extra over the top ones that Dan throws in at the end there. Um, just that, that cracks me right up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was, it was a perfectly fine cold open. Um, uh, I wouldn't say anything to rave about on this one. Mm -hmm. Okay. I agree, uh, with what Matt just said. Um, it was short, which was good cause it wasn't great. Oh, all right. <laughs> Eliza. <laughs> Um, I, I really enjoyed this cold open, but mm -hmm. I think it's because I was trying to focus a lot more on it than I had in the past. Mm -hmm. 
And so I don't think I appreciated it as much in the past as I did to now, especially with subtitles on. Yes. I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we're now just, we have to have the subtitles on just so Tanya catches everything. And, and I, I keep forgetting <laughs> to do that. And, and I, and I agree. Like, was like, it's funny doing this podcast. I mm-hmm. found I, as I'm watching the episodes, I'm like actually paying attention. Like, I mean, you watch shows and you watch them, but like when you feel like you have to comment on them later, you mm-hmm. actually like, Oh shit, I got to be paying attention. Or else oh yeah. Gonna call me on it. Well, you guys know I've, I've gone on ahead and watched season nine already. And, but watching see it's this podcast has kind of ruined me for watching them for pleasure because I'm watching it going, Ooh, I wonder what Victor's going to say about this or, Oh, Tanya's not going to like that scene or what it's like. It's, I, I can't watch it just as a fan anymore. I have to watch it kind of Aww. critically. Yeah. We yeah. ruined that for you. No, no, I ruined it for myself, but that's what, I still, I still enjoy oh, it. I still enjoy it. It's just, I'm listening to, I'm watching it with, with in the back of my head, you know, what, what the three of you nutsacks are thinking. Uh, anyway, <laughs> It's broken me too, honey. Yeah. It's broken me too. I know. Coming out of the uh, the theme at Modine's too, uh, it's Letter Kenny comedy night. Uh, the comedian on stage is telling some lame joke about uh, being uh, women being like cats and men being like dogs. Needless to say, he's bombing. The comedian makes a lewd joke about Bonnie McMurray's uh, uh, at Bonnie McMurray's expense, uh, which doesn't endear him to the crowd and actually causes McMurray to speak up to defend his sister's honor. Uh, the comedian shoots back at McMurray, which riles him up even more. McMurray responds and actually gets a laugh from the audience. The comedian fires back, but again, gets no laughs. But Wayne does yell at him to get the fuck off the stage, which gets applause from the audience. So the uh, comedian fires back at the audience. Hey, hey, okay. Here's one for you. Uh, Why did the chicken cross the road? Why? Get the fuck out of letter, Kenny. This place fucking sucks. Oh, nice. Yeah, what am I suddenly in letter Kenya? You guys run fast. Wow, I thought you guys would appreciate that. It's racist, just like you. Okay, thanks very much, Letter Kenny. This has been the exact opposite of fun. Too bad the show wasn't in better, Kenny, because you guys are the worst audience ever. You suck. Here's some chicken, funny man. You think this is easy? Think it's so fucking easy? Why don't you try it yourself? And everyone in the audience kind of goes quiet and looks at each other and contemplates what the comedian said. Scene number two, uh, Joint Boy and Tyson arrive at the gym. Riley and Jonesy are giving them a hard time. Squats up, boys. Oh, squats up, tank top. Yeah, looks like you guys could use a bit of a tune-up. Yeah, summer shape slip sliding away, boys. They're letting ourselves go a little bit, eh? Getting ready for the SAG Awards? Mm, you two are going to be the rosiest, polsiest Letterkenny Irish ever seen, boys. Rosiest of the posies. Frida. Tyson was Tyson asked him what if they're fucking blind. Uh, Riley suggests they could use some CrossFit. It seems Riley and Jonesy are now working at the gym as celebrity endorsers uh, or celebrity enforcers, uh, trying to up memberships. Uh, they offer Joint Boy and Tyson a free trial. You guys want a free trial? We put the abs in absolutely free. Full body workout, absolutely, bro. Crunch and brunch, boys. Crunch then brunch, boys. Play the cards your delts. Chucking tires and muscle fires, boys. It's cardio day. Fuck cardio. <laughs> Tyson asks why they would get training from Riley and Jonesy. They look like Joint Boy and Tyson's before pictures. Oh, <laughs> the best line in the whole scene. <laughs> it is good, yeah. Riley and Jonesy call them chicken, but immediately regret it after a glare from both Joint Boy and, and Tyson. Uh, next scene at the produce stand, uh, McMurray visits to Hicks. After his usual awkward greeting with Wayne, he gets to the point. He and Mrs. McMurray think they should try it themselves. Uh, Wayne says that, to be fair, it's uh, likely not as easy as it looks. 
Squirrely Dan says the comedian from the night before was a joke, which makes McMurray laugh. McMurray tries his hand at a joke, but the Hicks don't laugh, uh, proving Wayne's point that it's likely tough sledding for anyone on stage as a comedian. In any event, McMurray thinks Letterkenny should host their own talent show. Uh, Katie likes the idea. Mrs. McMurray wonders how they'll get the word out. Wayne answers. You can put it on your fucking Facebooks, likely. Uh, they decide that Dickskin will host. Katie and Wayne will be the judges because they're born to judge. So now they just need a few more acts. And then Squirrely Dan speaks up. Will you be needing a joke, Smith, for this esteems affair? Because I've always wanted to try my hands at stands-up comedy. I've often wondered how those courageous souls makes it work. Salt of the earth people, stand-up comedians. For the most part. <laughs> for that last line, Squirrely Dan looks right into the camera, breaking the fourth wall. <clears throat> McMurray says Squirrely Dan is in. Then uh, attention turns to Derry, who's being very quiet. They ask him if he has any special talents he'd like to share. Derry said he'd be half scared to get up there. Mrs. McMurray said that means he'd be half excited, too. Uh, to sweeten the pot, McMurray says the first prize could be a $100 bar tab at Modine's, too. Uh, Wayne quickly vol volunteers Derry, but Derry doesn't look too pleased. In the end, he gives in, but still looks unsure. A while later, still at the produce stand, but it's just Wayne and Katie and Derry. Derry asks Wayne what he's gotten himself into. Uh, both Wayne and Katie tell him that it's time to get back on the horse. That horse seems to be line dancing. It seems Derry's line dancing lineage is legendary. Derry's aunt Doreen made it to sectionals, could have made it to provincials or regionals. Heck, if there was, if they were in the states, she would have surely won state. But it hadn't been, hadn't not been for her bum leg. And of course, aunt Doreen, uh, aunt Doreen ha uh, had Berger's disease. Um, and I looked up Berger's disease. Uh, it's a uh, it affects blood vessels in the body, most commonly in the arms and legs. Blood, blood vessels swell, which can prevent blood flow, causing clots to form. And this can lead to pain, tissue damage, and even gangrene. Uh, so that's that's what, yeah, Aunt Doreen had. Uh, this sets them off on a uh, burger jag. Was it burgers? Yes. Burgers. Didn't you get treated at the Mayo Clinic? Yes. She got her burgers treated with mayo. Did you do that to catch up to the competition? Did she catch up? Yes. And despite her burgers, she never beefed with anyone. She relished the challenge. That was a challenge that she relished. Mustered up the courage. She worked her buns off. She worked the buns off her burgers. No cheesy moves. Let us all be inspired by her. She let us. No hot dogging, just burgers. The point is, if Andreen can do all that with a gouty gam, you sure as shit can line dance and let her Kenny. The dad jokes in that scene are strong. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, in that one, it, it was totally like an homage to, like, their alphabet Olympics that they do. So, the alphabet aerobics they do, yeah. right? Just playing off the words. It was so yeah. well done. Yeah. Uh, Derry finally agrees. He just wishes he was as confident as Katie and Wayne or Fred Astaire. Just then, Squirrely Dan appears out of nowhere saying uh, he's just at Gaylor's. He asks the guys who their favorite stand-up comedian is. Wayne says Mark Forward. Uh, who plays coach. Uh, Katie says Dave Chappelle. Derry says Stephen Wright. Uh, they ask who Squirrely Dan's favorite comic is. Oh, big feller. Hell of a storyteller. <laughs> Handsome as the day is long. Can't remember his name, though. Good guy. Great guy. I'm <laughs> oh, glad he hears good guy, at least. Uh, and incidentally, uh, in Squirrely Dan's interview, or Squirrely Dan, Kate, Kate Trevor Wilson's interview, he, he mentions uh, Stephen Wright as, uh, I guess, one of his... Uh, favorite comedians and so they, they say Stephen Wright and Dave Chappelle and uh and Mark Forward. So it's a, a little call back there. Squirrely Dan is of course referring to himself. He even stares right into the camera when he delivers the line, 
handsome as the day is long. Uh, Squirrely Dan asks for everyone's opinion on something. Says he's been working on his stand-up act. His style is going to be observational's comedy. Uh, Asked if they want to hear some jokes, so they say sure. Did you ever notice when you go to the gas station and there's a lineup, you always pick which vehicles to wait behind, and and the other fellas, what you didn't get behind, is always done first. Always happens every time. Kind of makes a power wonder. Don't it? Yeah, that's a choice observation. Squirrely Dan? Yeah, that happens sometimes. All right, all right. Let me try another one. Did you ever notice? You're at the grocery store, and you pick a cart what with to do your shopping with. You always seem to grab the one that's got the squeaky wheel. It almost happens every single time, every time. Kind of makes a fellow wonder. A donut. Yeah. Yeah, I just need to cook up a few more of these, and I'm in business. <laughs> <laughs> it almost hey, worked. So I got I, I, I got to say something here. So yeah, yeah. when when we were doing the entry, one of the questions that I was contemplating asking, and I, I ended up. I'm so happy I didn't just because then he would have wondered, uh, do you even watch the show? Um, was, have you ever considered, or would you even be allowed to, but consider doing a stand-up act as Squirrely Dan character? Uh. And, 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 and obviously he's done that in this episode. I, yeah. I had not watched the episode yet when we were doing the entry. Right. So, uh, so I kind of, again, this whole quantum <laughs> <laughs> quantum physics thing that you just create your own. Yeah, uh, you don't reality. believe. Yeah, you don't believe in coincidences or, or divine no. in, in intervention. But yeah, that's no, uh, <laughs> no. I I believe in in kind of you having full 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 control over your own destiny. So, yeah. so uh, I, that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. That was so so. I'm, I was just watching with <laughs> such glee and such joy, thinking. <laughs> Well, you know, my dreams have been answered at least this week. Uh, so, so that was really exciting. <laughs> uh, scene number four, back at the gym, Riley and Jonesy are trying to give Joint Boy and Tyson CrossFit lesson, but they're not having it because it's cardio days. Uh, so they go back to their workout, leaving Riley and Jonesy to take uh, gym self uh, gym selfies. Uh, next scene, uh, that night at Modine's 2 is the Letterkenny Town Show. Dickens hosts. Uh, he warms up the crowd with some auctioneering and then introduces the judges, Katie and Wayne, who have red buzzers in front of them. Katie says she's looking for something she hasn't seen before. And Wayne just says, don't fuck it up, bud. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. First act is Gail, who performs a, mo- a monologue from her favorite movie, Gladiator. Only it's from the triple uh, X version of Gladiator called Gladiator. Oh. Lingus, you barbarian. <laughs> Let your Italian hands roam all over my body. <clears throat> You're such a gifted orator. Unsheath your sword. I implore you. Spear me, you dick. Take Oh, I'm about to cry. Maximus. Oh, oh, what? We do and life echoes in a ton of titties. Oh, oh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what kind of pornos you've watched, but uh, I, very rarely have I watched pornos with that kind of dialogue in them. Anyway, um, <laughs> or with that much dialogue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I just never last that long. Anyway, Wayne. Oh. <laughs> Hits the buzzer. Well done. (laughs) Where's Tanya's buzzer? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's my problem. Wayne hits the buzzer. (laughs) 
that easy button away. Oh, that wasn't easy. Uh, Katie looks... <laughs> okay. <laughs> com- com- compose yourself. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wayne hits the buzzer. Katie yeah. looks flushed. She was actually mouthing the words. Did you notice that? She was actually mouthing the words along with Gail during the, that. Uh, so it seems they have similar taste in porn. Um Katie uh, says about Gail's performance, well, that was bang on, even better than the movie. And Wayne gives her a disgusted look. Um, Is that an actual movie? Did you uh, do some roll call on that? Oh, come on. You know what? Don't don't Google it. (laughs) Don't do it. (laughs) Come on. It can't be any worse than Love and Party. No, you're probably right, but I I think Matt's on it right now. I can see it. Uh, next up is Coach with his ukulele. Uh, he dedicates his song to his late wife, Barbara. It's a touching love ballad, which he sings earnestly. Uh, he gets interrupted by a cough in the audience, which causes him to stop and start over. He's interrupted again, and then he proceeds to smash his ukulele on a stool and lose his shit. Jesus Christ! Now a sneezer, Scrooge! What, somebody got a life-threatening to sneeze out there? Huh? We finally got some class up here after Gail's little strip sneeze, and then now look what happens! Look at it! God, am I speaking can't to sneeze up here? Do I need to get down on my sneeze in bed? Huh? You take that garbage over sneeze and order yourself some jive sneeze cuisine before I go Hercules sneeze up your asshole! Carpe diem! Sneeze the day! Yes! <laughs> Dickens actually brings up a trash can so the co- uh, coach can kick it for his signature fucking embarrassing. <laughs> Next up is Glenn and the salty treats. So this is a callback to episode one. Uh, if you guys recall the uh, the the church group that they go to in episode one, there's a band on stage. Those are the salty treats. That's how that's how long they 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 run some of these jokes. Uh, but so Glenn and the Salty Treats, they got together to form an emo super band called My Tattered Journal. Glenn? What? I was, just, I was just wondering, where exactly do you want Wayne to touch you? Where do I want, where do I want Wayne to touch my spirit? What else would I mean? <laughs> Don't answer that. <laughs> this is one of those rare occasions where it, it's actually, it, it hurts the joke to have the sub- subtitles on because. I was just going to say that. Yeah, because he doesn't, the subtitles don't say that he's saying, uh, he's saying Wayne. He's saying away, away, away. But it sounds like he's saying Wayne, so the subtitle actually ruins the joke. Uh, but uh, still, still pretty funny. I, I, I was, but, but does it? Because because when when he gets asked, "Where do you want to touch Wayne?" Mm-hmm. he does go along with that statement, right? No, that's what I, I mean. Think I think I think the subtitles were broken, just yeah, like when that's what I'm said, uh, that stupid band instead Creed, of uh, yeah. Queen. No, not stupid. It's <laughs> Stephen Walker's favorite band, or not? <laughs> he admitted <laughs> no, to being. It's, a, it's it's his guilty pleasure. His guil- right, his guilty pleasure, not his uh, favorite band. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. Uh, next up are the Skids, who scream and dance to industrial music. Uh, Wayne buzzes them. What the actual fuck was that, Stuart? Scream therapy, just <laughs> pulling himself from the streets. 
You just witnessed a new genre of dance is about to slip through the Saudi, Samoan, Estonian, Scandinavian, Istanbulian, Sri Lankan, Swiss, Saharan, Southern state, sub underground city streets. It's called oh! Ape Dancing. <laughs> and now for our second set. Oh, man. <laughs> Victor's killing himself. That elbow to 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 roll was so funny. That was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> there are repeated shots of Derry at the bar looking anxious, drinking beer and eating nuts. Next up is a perplexing act with McMurray and Mrs. McMurray. He's dressed up as Santa Claus and she's sitting in his lap dressed as a schoolgirl. McMurray asks if she's been a good girl. She she has she says no, so he puts her over his knee and spanks her. Wayne has trouble hitting the, the buzzer on account of the fact that he's shielding his eyes from the scene. <laughs> My jingle balls. What the fuck, <laughs> Doing you a favor before you had to get it dry cleaned. Well, we're still going to need him to get dry cleaned, don't you worry. <laughs> in that little wall play, isn't it, baby? You know? uh, oh, man. Did, it, did anyone else spend the whole episode picturing McMurray as Dan? <laughs> no. I tried. No, no. Well, it, it would have been a completely different character. I, I know. Yeah, it would have I know. been a completely that's, different it, character. That flipped my whole universe. Mm-hmm. And that and that's that's a K. Trevor Wilson it, it, interview. It, it was a lucky move that Dan Petro, non, whatever his last name is, couldn't, Petronovich. couldn't Petronovich, be yeah. on the show from the beginning because oh. of whatever other uh, commitments he had. Because D- Squirrely Dan is the heart of that show. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, they may not have written him the same way. Uh, but still, uh, because they, they, when they start like, and, and Kate Trevor makes that point at the beginning when they when they wrote his character, there's a reason he's Squirrely Dan. He talks about yeah. his you know cocaine past yeah. and all that stuff like that. But then it seems like they've kind of you know turned it around a bit. So it's yeah. it's interesting though. But yeah, you're right. It's uh, it would have been a very different show. Yeah. Okay, next scene. Back at the gym, a couple of snipes approach Riley and Jonesy for some training. Riley and Jonesy think they want pointers on taking gym selfies, but they just want to get trained by Joint Boy and Tyson. Undaunted, Riley and Jonesy congratulate themselves on the sale and and go for some beer and appetizers. Next scene, back at the talent show, Squirrely Dan is on stage and he's killing it. He's got the audience in stitches. (laughs) All right, calm down, everybody. Calm down. Down, down, down. Did you ever notice? Lineups at the dollar stores get longer. Like I just stopped in there to get a candy bar the other day. I'm stuck waiting three hours buying Mrs. Henderson buying the whole kitchen set. Kind of makes a fellow wonder. Don't it? Uh, the audience laughs at everything Squirrely Dan says, except Wayne, who's just sitting there looking confused. Squirrely Dan's set ends, and Dickens comes on stage and asks the judges for their opinions. A few thoughts on Dan's act. I thought it was good, 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 so good. We're looking at great, so great. We're talking about unbelievable, making me laugh. Tate. Well, it was observational as build. Funny, because it's true, I guess. Overall, not so bad. Thank you, Miss Katie's. I appreciate your assessment. <laughs> Wayne. Well, <laughs> well, I liked it because what I see, I understand. Whereas everything else I've seen today... Well, I don't understand. <laughs> I guess that makes you the fellow to beat, Squirrely Dan. As uh, Squirrely Dan walks off the stage, he says, he doesn't know what the comedian was talking about. That was super easy. <laughs> you just see things and you tells people about it. <laughs> That's his formula for comedy. Uh, time for the final act. It's Derry. 
Derry comes out of the kitchen, psyching himself out. Uh, he starts his act, but he's visibly nervous and sweating. Uh, most people aren't impressed. He starts to lose it. But just as he's about to give up, Wayne and Katie join him on stage. With his friend's support, Derry regains his composure and starts dancing again. Squirrely and Dan, uh, Squirrely Dan and Dickens join join in, and then Gail McMurray and Mrs. McMurray. The whole bar erupts in applause as Riley and Jonesy walk in and witness what's going on. They say "fuck you, uh, fuck cardio," and they walk out, and we fade to black. <laughs> All right. So now the fun part. Now the fun part. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, and I'm I'm at the top of the uh, lineup. You know what? It's really hard being the first one to to comment. I got to say, uh, I don't envy that. Um, okay, this this episode. Uh, let's start with. Uh, the, I mean, I already said the cold open was was good. It was just a, a solid cold open. wasn't one of the best, but uh, it was it was funny enough, and and there was a lot of uh, enjoy enjoyable parts of it. Um, the rest of the episode, the the gym parts were amusing they were kind of you know we've said these this kind of before they were kind of commercial breaks they were they're just to break up the the town show scenes so uh you know there's some fun stuff in there but nothing really consequential but nothing that took away from the episode either i mean the the meat of this episode is what happens at the talent show and it's 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 so fun every every bit of it is is fun um and and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. My favorite episodes are when <clears throat> when all the factions are are in it together, not with their own separate storylines. And this is this is all the factions in it, uh, you know, be, interacting with each other, acknowledging each other, and uh, reacting to each other's weirdness. Uh, every time uh, Wayne has to react to anything the skids do is just freaking hilarious because he just looks perplexed he doesn't know how to how to react to them and it's it's so great uh you know a little bit more gold from coach we get a little bit of dixon dickens and dixon almost said um yeah all, all around and then the ending i mean the ending had a lot of heart and and it was it was you know it was a heartwarming ending i loved it uh just another kind of display of of solid solidarity and friendship from the hicks so all around really really solid victor uh, yeah, I almost kind of verbatim. I <laughs> really like, mm. uh, uh, it's exactly the same, uh, takeaway that I had. The opening was short. Uh, it wasn't award winning. It mm. was, but it was, it was good. Um, the, uh, the, and, and Riley and Jonesy, their best line came at the very end. Everything else was just, you know, <laughs> it was just there. <laughs> it was, you know, there wasn't, uh, uh, it, you know, it was for the most part, forgettable, unnecessary, but mm-hmm. commercial breaks, sure. Mm-hmm. But 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 it set them up for the finish, right? Yeah. So all those uh, uh, the, the line would have been, I guess, less effective if we didn't get that whole cardio thing throughout the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're uh, right. Uh, uh, conversation. Good so, point. so you yeah. know, it, it's I guess it's a kind of good setup for that. A bit of a drive to get there, but mm-hmm. uh, and but but really, the this was all about the talent show, and I just I loved every single second of it. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and Dickens was perfect. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, uh, <laughs> he, you know, he found ways to get that little stick in there, and mm-hmm. it was it, it, it just worked. Uh, I loved the um, eyes and the headlights. <laughs> or headlight eyes for, from Katie during some of the performances. I thought that was brilliant. Uh, and it, yeah, I just, I don't know. It just, it was like, it was kumbaya. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, I'll, I'll echo a couple things from you out where, you know, I, I thought the cold open was fine. There was a few early scenes, which were, 
which were, were good. I mean, like the burger scene and the, like I said, the oh, yeah, that, that was a good one on there. I, I thought it was great. Even the gym stuff, it all made sense. Cause what I liked about this is like you said, all the factions were there, mm-hmm. whether they were all in the talent show or not, everyone was represented in this episode. And then they tied except it all for together. the natives, no, no tennis, except, except so, for the natives. Yeah. You're right. We were, we were missing tennis. That would have been great if they somehow layered that in as yeah, well. That would have been fun. Um, I would have loved to see what they did with that. But, but what I, what I took from this episode was it was really, it was like a celebration of talent, mm-hmm. right? Cause it was a talent show. So what they did and the way the episode, if you look, it was almost like a bit of a curve. So they started off okay. And they kept building and building. And then you hit the talent show, which like, I think you've all said, it's sort of the meat of mm-hmm. the whole show. Each act, in my opinion, got progressively better mm-hmm. and better in its own unique way. And then the, it just finalized with that dance routine. And <laughs> I was on, I, I was, I was laughing so hard. I couldn't contain myself just the way it all came together. And then yeah. Victor, you called it out. And then Riley and Josie walk in, say their line and they're gone. And then, and, and you're like, it was just a so full circle, such a great buildup of an episode. Um, even though and it's funny because I didn't really enjoy the little bit at the beginning until I saw the end and then it all came together and, uh, it brought me back. So it was a great, it was a great episode. A lot of fun. Okay. Tanya. That, uh, that callback that they have to the beginning of the show at the end of the show, they seem to do quite a bit. Like mm-hmm. that whole ant thing that they did on the, the Cedus, uh, I, I keep on thinking about that. It bothers me so much because it was so, it really boggled my mind when they did it at the beginning. And then you, it's like, okay, yeah. Who hasn't seen like an ant stranded on a leaf or uh, a feather or whatever on the lake or, or in the pool. So yeah, they, they always like to do those little callback references back to the end and it pulls that joke all together. So makes it fun. So I just want to say how much fun would that writing room be? Mm. Like I just kept on thinking, Oh my God, they must laugh their asses off. And that whole relish mustard buns, ketchup, like, (laughs) like calling out, you know, how do we tie buns in? And like, I can just see them killing themselves laughing. Um, all of the, the word play, even with coach and the sneezes and, <laughs> and, and his funny takes and word play <laughs> on, on those jokes. It just, it, it, it just, it went over and over and over again. And, and everyone's kind of stand up, even Gail, um, with her word play and, uh, her, um, getting her, her um freak on freak on oh my gosh she is so uncomfortable but she's uncomfortable funny now like i'm starting to warm up to her where it's like okay i kind of get where this character is even though she's uncomfortable she's uncomfortable in a funny mm-hmm. way and i get that she's just yeah you hated her when, when you first uh, yeah and yeah. i'm still uncomfortable yeah. with her but she's <laughs> like i'm I'm uncomfortable and mm-hmm. and it's funny mm-hmm. but i i still don't know what i would do if i ever met a person like that it would be like uh, okay <laughs> step sideways so um i'm going to start coining the phase uh the phrase that uh wayne uses what the actual fuck um <laughs> Uh, what what is it that he says? What the actual fuck was that? What the yeah. act, what the actual? If you're gonna coin a phrase, you better get it right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put ways was was that? Yes, I I love that. Um, and McMurray's again uncomfortably funny. Um, hilariously uncomfortably funny. Yes. Oh, wait till you see next episode. But um, we won't go there. <laughs> they and and they've gotten me twice now. That whole uh, scene with them in the the mm. um, uh, golf cart going around and around and around in circles and just uh, chirping and stuff. And and now with this um, Santa and and I don't know 
little child. I don't know what that was. Anyways, it was very uncomfortable. Um, and the laugh track attracts with Squirrelly Dan. They get me every time. So mm-hmm. I, I loved it. The only thing I was sad about was that Joint Boy and Tyson didn't take their shirts off. <laughs> Um, I thought I thought there was going to be like there's no dick in 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 the last. You weren't few distracted rounds. in this episode. And no, there was no so no D. But and I was hoping for a little shirt off uh, to show the the washboard abs, mm. but uh, that didn't yep. happen. But anyways, very good episode. Yeah, awesome. yeah. And you could tell how undistracted she was by the detail of her notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she took very detailed notes. Yes, in this case, the D stood for detail. <laughs> Eliza. I'm trying to get better. (laughs) I thought that this was a great episode. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with you, Al, when you said that the gym scenes kind of felt like a commercial. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really appreciate Jonesy and Riley's confidence. Oh, yeah. Like they were totally put down. Like you look like over four pictures and then they just kept going. (laughs) Like I was like, I wish I could do something like that. If like I were like put down like that. I don't think I could do that. I don't know if it's confidence or obliviousness, but yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Although uh, last episode, we saw that confidence when when uh, Dax and and, uh, um, Ron are hitting on them and and they're like oh you don't mind cat calling they're like what we know how hot we are like so yes they're very very confident guys for sure yeah yeah, yeah. if i could have an answer to that that would be great <laughs> um and then with uh gail um i also with, with tanya i agree with you as well um that she always she has always made me uncomfortable but i really appreciate her and i think now i only feel uncomfortable if like someone walks into the room that's never seen the show and it's a gale scene yes i think that's really when it like it's kind of iffy and i'm like i feel extra uncomfortable because then you're um, being judged you're being judged by uh, what you're watching yeah yeah <laughs> for sure i would love to interview lisa cotterington because what oh i've seen gosh, yeah. she's so not her character and i, I have so many questions for her uh, so go i wonder on. if that that's a hard role for her to play. Like she makes it look so, so yeah. effortless, yeah. but it, it, it's so, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I really just appreciated all the different music talents mm-hmm. of Letterkenny. Um, I thought each of the music acts were fantastic. Um, and then again, at the end of the episode, how it just all came together. It really showed Letterkenny's like a core value of Letterkenny, which mm-hmm. was sticking together their Letterkenny. And that's what they are. And, if you don't like it, then go away. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a great, great value for a town to have. Yeah. They're getting really, really good with those endings. Like those, those endings, uh, scenes are, are getting more and more, um, well, well, well earned anyway. All right. We'll start with ratings, uh, again with me, it's obviously a fresh, like there's nothing wrong with this episode and there's so much right with it. The, everything in the talent show, the, the burger stuff <clears throat> was so, uh, I, I joke it's, 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 it's such dad humor. So maybe I'm a dad. So I guess that's why I loved it so much. It was so, so <laughs> funny. I, I'd love to be in a, in a writing room f- mm-hmm. to write that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, there's that. And we didn't even talk about some of the Pastor Glenn stuff. Like uh, it, it seemed like, so, you know, not not a lot of him in there. Like, he, yeah, he's up on stage with the band. But the, the stuff he was doing while he was standing at the bar during Squirrely Dan set was really, really funny. Him uh, reacting to Squirrely Dan and, and Squirrely Dan putting him down. And he's just laughing. Like the more Squirrely Dan says, the more he laughs and stuff. It was really good. So, yes, it's it's a, a complete and utter fresh for me, um, for sure. Victor? Oh, it's a fresh dunk. Uh, no, no doubt about it. 
uh, <laughs> you know, all the things that weren't award-winning about these the, this episode are so quickly forgotten mm-hmm. by the just the pure gold that you see throughout the, um, uh, you know, peppered throughout the episode, but especially during the talent show. And, um, you know, I've gotten to the point where, you know, you 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 like some. I'll use uh, K. Trevor. K. Trevor Wilson here. Um, so I didn't know him as a comedian until I started watching the show. Mm-hmm. And so when I started to watch some of his stand-ups, I was kind of thinking, oh, I hope this is funny because it will be kind of awkward if, you, right. if you're kind of forcing yourself to kind of laugh and stuff like that. And I felt like the first two and a half seasons, uh, and, and especially last season, it, I didn't find that it was as funny as everybody else. I kind of felt Similarly, getting ready to watch these episodes, I mm-hmm. you know I hope this. I'm, I hope I'm going to enjoy this episode, mm-hmm. right? That's how I felt them before. I, I after watching this episode, this because this is the fourth one in a row, and uh, if not for um, uh, some questionable uh, voting, <laughs> uh, I think we would have had four <laughs> unicorns now. But but uh, questionable I, voting I, by you <laughs> uh, and, and, and and Tanya, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm, uh, this is going to be four for four here. So, oh, yeah, that's uh, right. I, yeah. Y- yeah. Um, no, no, I was totally throwing Tanya under the bus. Uh, yeah. No, he totally uh, was. <laughs> he totally was. That's why I did the stabbing motion. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I yeah, caught yeah. it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I feel like we've now, I've, we've now hit the stride here where I'm expecting. I'm mm-hmm. ex- now I'm expecting for every episode to be a fresh from this point forward. And, and, and if it's not, I'm going to be shocked and, and amazed because I feel like this is, the show has hit its, I know we talked about it last time, mm-hmm. but, we it hit its stride and the, each episode now just brings brings home i don't feel that um uh i don't feel that feeling anymore mm-hmm. i just know that i'm probably going to enjoy it and is so, linda is linda still watching it with you then she uh she she is she's been she's she's a trooper and mm-hmm. she's genuinely enjoying the episodes because before she was i think trying to kind of force herself sure. to laugh a little bit yeah. and 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 now like this season every episode has been gold mm-hmm. and uh so especially this last one i think she enjoyed it so far the most out of any episodes we've seen so far mm. matt yeah uh yeah, Victor said a lot of really good things there. It, it's absolutely a fresh for this one. What I would say, and I, and I think you hinted to a bit, I mean, there's a, there's some throwaway stuff. If I rated the whole episode just on the first, say, 10 minutes, it wouldn't be a fresh. I don't know what it would quite be, but it wouldn't be a fresh. Uh, but once we got a little deeper in and it all tied together, the talent show is just... Mm-hmm. Like I said, I interpret it as a big celebration of each other, mm-hmm. of what they do, of the arts little like slight nods, like, like Wayne calling out Mark forward as his favorite comedian. Um, like, like just simple things like, you know, Dan, Dan celebrating himself almost like it was, there's just, there's so many good things. And there was like weird things I caught too. Like even when Glenn and, and the band were up there, like it felt like a, my chemical romance video. There was, there was, there was some really strange things going on, but I really felt like this really was a celebration of the things they love about, you know, music and the arts and comedy and, and, and it just, it, it just sold me from like uh, at the end. I loved it so much. So yeah, absolutely. It's an easy fresh for me. Um, this season's so much fun. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see what's next. Daniel. Was this the season that we were supposed to not like? No, 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 no. We're not getting. No, that, we haven't gotten that's there yet. three. That's three or four seasons from now, then. <laughs> oh, okay. I just double checking because it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, we're doing so well on this. Yeah, so, no, no. Yeah, I was just wanting to double check that. Um, 
fresh. Absolutely. I, I, uh, if you weren't in the room, I would have laughed out loud. I, I why find do that, you keep yourself from no, laughing? No, because I need to like, I need to do like a poker face with you. Cause I'm like, okay, I don't want to give it away. Like uh, you're allowed to enjoy it too. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. I can't, I, I gotta like give that a poker. I laugh here, but when we're watching it, I'm just like, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're like that William H. Macy character from the movie The Cooler. The Cooler. I love that movie. It's so good. I'm yes. a really good yeah. poker player. So, so <laughs> before uh, uh, Eliza, before you give your rating, because uh, I don't want to put un- any undue pressure on you, you wouldn't ruin a unicorn if you didn't give this a fresh. So I'm just going to, because we got four freshes. Oh so my God. So, this is now, you know, what? I see him running in the field every single time. Yeah, right. Oh, oh, and we didn't say anything. We didn't say anything about um, when Squirrely Dan came uh, from behind the, the, the produce oh, yeah, stand. The, Yes. We didn't say anything. Yeah, I know. About that. Again, he, he just poured. Yeah, he appeared out of Portal. nowhere from. Sorry, just, anyway. I just remembered that as soon as I. Heard. So Eliza, this episode is now in the books as an official fresh. So whatever you, no pressure on you. Whatever you say here will not affect uh, uh, our rating system. So what did you give this episode? Um. Well, I actually wrote it down before doing it. I don't think you can see, but I wrote fresh. All right. Yes. <laughs> Are those all episode notes? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, my god. Honey, you've got competition. I like taking. I write big too. So yeah. my friend. Awesome. Awesome. Good for you. <laughs> Um, but no, totally fresh. Um, again, I loved all the music scenes. I appreciated each like individual one. I loved this. I thought the skids were hilarious. <laughs> like I absolutely love the skids in this episode. Yeah. That um, routine was so much fun. Them. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, and then, you know, they gave Katie what she wanted. She wanted something she had never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, they totally <laughs> delivered on that. Can confirm. Um, so yeah, no, and then I also think, um, Squirrely Dan stole the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he literally did at the talent show, but then just overall in the episode, <laughs> yes. um, he really did. And I can't tell though, if that's like influenced just from the interview from Monday or if it was, I mean, I'm true. It really yeah. was just really good. He was, he was great. Um, so yeah, totally fresh, totally fresh. Yeah. I mean, you've heard our, our, you've listened to our podcast, you know, he's always been our favorite character. So when, when I, when we said it at the, on the, during the interview, we weren't blowing smoke up his ass. We really think he's, a, he's, he's the, the heart of the show and he's our favorite character. Uh, and yeah, yeah. Him appearing from behind the produce stand out of nowhere. That's, I think that's the second time <laughs> that's, that's happened, right? That's the second time he's done that. So, <laughs> it's almost like it's like a, a single uh, scene stage play where they but have he, to make, make the best of the, <laughs> of the product. Reference yeah. from coming somewhere else, yeah, though. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's fun. Um, uh. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to top fives. Um, and again, we start with me. Uh, let's see. Uh, this one's going to make my top five, and it's probably it's going to knock off. Um, it's going to knock off Bradley's a, a killer. So this is going into my number five uh, position. Uh, Victor, does this? Finally, find what, what, what? No, just wait. What's my number four? <laughs> no, just wait. You, you're you're unbelievable, <laughs> really. <clears throat> Your number five, Victor, is fart book. <clears throat> yes, that's not what I asked. <laughs> Your number four is way to a man's heart. It's last week's episode. Right, right. Yeah, and then fuss oh, at a, uh, number three is yeah. Come on, Victor, do it. Just fucking do it. <laughs> just. <laughs> 
I just, I just, you know. There's no principle here. Come on. I know. The thing that hurts the most is that it's going to make Matt's day. And, uh, you know, and that's, that's really ultimately what pains this. Uh-huh. Do it. It's time, Victor. It's time. No, no, it's not, Victor. I'll hold true. Shut up. Do it, Victor. I'll hold your hand in COVID style. <laughs> Virtually. The, the thing is, if that if my number one episode wasn't so great, mm-hmm. I, I would I would I would, but I can't. It's not right. It's just not right. Uh, that's the episode that really. That's the episode that told me there's going to be brilliance here. Relationships, yes, I completely yes. agree. Yeah, yeah. If so, this had knocked so, this one off, so, number one, yeah. So, so we're not going to knock Fart Book off, but we're going to just we're just going to uh, just put it in the basement Slide for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're just gonna, yeah. Is this going to so, be number five then, or is this, this, this going? This up? is going to be. This is well. This is going to be. Yeah, we'll put this at. <laughs> no, we're going to put this at number two. Oh, number two. Okay, yeah. sliding everything down one. All right. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, good. <laughs> you did the right thing, Victor. You did the right thing. Uh, What's that mean? Now? It, 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 it gave me the achies, but yeah, it pushes but, everything down. Yeah. So fart book is off his list now. So just like Wayne said. To Squilly Dan at the beginning of this episode, when he mailed the put the package back in the mail, you made the right call, uh, Matt. So re- really quick, Eliza, I need you to step in here. Like we're at even. There's four of us. We're a fifty fifty. I'm having faith. I'm having faith here. What did you think of Fart Book? Okay, I I don't and particularly it's not my favorite. You know. It, would it make favorite. it would it make it in your top five? It would not make it. Would in it my make top it five. in your top ten? I don't um no, I don't come on. Okay, you know what? You peer pressure, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank no. you. You're welcome back come anytime. On. Come on now. Come on. Now listen, remember how the skids helped the hicks in fart book and we're able to work with them and the computer and the whole setting it up and yeah, then the and, Remember we all, all those remember scenes. Remember the episode. Yeah, and remember all those scenes of them pointing their asses at their computers to record their own farts and sitting there scrolling through pages and pages of farts. It's just I, I understand it wasn't what it was about, but it was just off-putting. Anyway, Matt, your your top five. Do you need me to? So yeah, I, I had to get that out because now we had we had it un we not an uneven uh, yeah. you know quorum here, so I had yes. to I had to fizzle that out. Um, you know what? I am going to throw it on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to push off my bottom one. Never work a day in your life, and I'm going to put it at number five. Number five, okay. Danya, I'm holding true. Oh, you, Matt. <clears throat> no, because you know why? This is just spite at this. No, point. it's not. It's not spite. No, because you know what? I never liked the show. <laughs> I, I never liked the show, and I'm going to say it. And I know everybody will be upset with me. I like it now. I can say that, but I never liked it at the beginning and fart book. I swear was the one that I, I, I remember, I remember very clearly. It's the one everyone remembers, but it doesn't have walking into the room and seeing Alan watch this show and thought you dumb man, I thought you were smarter than this. What the hell are you watching? And I judged this show on that. And then finally, when I watched all of the shows and I didn't like any single one of them, and then fart book happened and it was like the first show that I actually giggled at. And I thought, okay, I get it. 
I get it. It's stupid, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. And that is the reason why I'm going to keep it there because it was the first one that I actually laughed at and right. I got and I liked. And Victor knows that because he felt the same way. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, you're, you're holding your virgin episode close. My virgin. I'm going to keep that. It is my first <laughs> and I'm going to hold true to it. So I'm going to keep fart book. I'm going to take off a fuss at the back bush. Wow. All right. So you're, you're putting it at your number three or yeah. you, I'm sliding that one out and I'm putting this one in. Okay. So this one is replacing. All right. Uh, Eliza, you don't have a top five, so I mean, you can feel free to to say whatever. You, like, if if off the top of your head you want to rhyme off your top five favorite Letter Kenny episodes, feel free or just are, um, are, are they on your notepad? <laughs> no, I don't have their. Are they our unicorns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely, Canada Gooses. I think is my number one. Oh yeah. I definitely think that that is the episode <laughs> that I keep going back to. <laughs> um, but now that I've seen the whole series mm-hmm. multiple times. I have like I think I have more top ones that haven't been reviewed on this podcast yet. Right. So yeah, yeah. But I'm we, just gonna say with Canada. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. One. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, okay, great. So uh, let's uh, talk scientific Twitter poll. After last week's episode, I ran a, a scientific Twitter <laughs> poll. Uh, which of these words make you most uncomfortable? And it's it was surprisingly close. And for a while, there veg was actually in the lead, which I was su- shocked. Why? I don't, I don't know. Understand that I mean, I know because it's the one that bothers me the most. But uh, in the end, uh, and predictably, I think Moist won, won it with 32%, but not far behind Squirt with 28%, and then Veg 24 and Yeast 20, uh, 16. Uh, I think some, I chose Yeast. Yeah. Yeast. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, and, and it, none of them really bothered me, but I felt like I needed to answer your scientific poll. <laughs> Just to amp up the volume a bit. I didn't really know what to go with. And somebody did write in a vote for the word scrum. Um, Yeah. I'm thinking, what the hell? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I should take offense to that. I think maybe they're a project manager and they hate their job or something. That's probably why. Uh, And, and what do you know? What do you mean? It's not awesome. She, she wrote in saying she despised when women refer or men refer to women as females. Uh, That sends up all kinds of uh, red flags. So uh, that's her word. I guess um, females. Yeah, uh, I have not. I've not heard anyone say that before. My, I'm, well, okay, I've, I've never heard anybody be offended by that before. So that's females. Yeah, I mean, I I I feel like I use it uh, often, so uh, maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to. I think I I I've heard people use that, and I've heard people use that huh. in a negative tone. Mm-hmm. So I think I think really? it's like a lot of things, and how in the context in which you use the phrase. Right. So if you're like. Like you're referring to them, they all look at that group of females over there. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that is a negative tone. Sure, but, sure. See, and I, you know, you know be, what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's all about the tone because you you say look at that group of women over there. Depending on what tone you yeah. use, it's the same exactly thing. I used to be in I, the health. Interesting. I used to be in the healthcare yeah. field, so I just think of that in terms of male versus female, like yeah. the M box and the F box. Like, well, that's one. science. So yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't. It's yeah. clinical, as Wayne would put it. Clinical. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, on to our listener comments Uh, I've got one here from someone named Squirrely Eliza she says I should just have you read this uh, Eliza but just finished listening to the Protestant interview with K. Trevor Wilson was laughing throughout and it made my night very happy the Canada Goose episode was as fun to film as it was to watch (laughs) yes thank you thank you for the comment and again it was it was like serendipitous that he would even that he would talk about the breakaway glass saying that they Uh got 
They got a, a, an increase in bra- a budget for breakaway glass for the <laughs> cookout episode when they do the, the fight scene. And I'm like, that was well, amazing. Is that why you guys broke so many bottles in Canada Goose? And yeah, yeah. and he, he confirmed that. So yeah, hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Um, also my, our buddy, Mike Loranger, uh, said, got to listen to the K Trevor Wilson interview on the produce stand podcast. And it was just as wonderful, fantastic interview. Lots of fun. Uh, got to find a little, uh, got to find little things that make you happy every day. He goes on to say it was great. You guys did a fantastic interview and he was a great guest just all around win there guys. <clears throat> Thank you, Mike. Again, we had a great time and you, and you know, uh, so, and we were also happy to be able to reward our, our patrons with the opportunity to, to, to get the, the interview first. So the, the, these are the comments I'm reading from Eliza, from Mike and from our buddy, Joshua Burley, who said, great interview. Listen to it this morning on my way to work. Now it's time to do my homework for tomorrow's recording. You <laughs> are a peach, Josh. I love you. You're a beauty. And we're going to uh, hook up later at on the Discord to chat. Uh, and by the way, uh, anyone who uh, wants to join us at, after we record these episodes, we do sometimes do uh, chats on uh, dis- on the Letterkenny Discord under the Don't Bore Us, Get to the Chorus channel. Uh, I'll be in there in about... 20 minutes uh and uh i know joshua is going to be in there he's already confirmed and sometimes we've had eliza on there before and and a few other people so join us um and let's see in the news a uh, great interview uh this week that i shared with uh ken uh, uh tio horn kenya Kennedy Horn. Uh, she plays Can Tannis on Letter Kenny. She talks about the show and how her how motherhood's changed her life. Uh, and I'll post a link to that on our site. It's a really good interview. Uh, it's a radio interview on Q. Uh, we all we also, as mentioned before, finally received our Funko Pops from DG Pop Customs, and they're magnificent. So we'll post pictures of those on our our website as well. And uh, I mean. As I mentioned, Kate Trevor Wilson was on Monday. We we had a, a full hour with him. That interview is going to be posted on our regular feed coming up on Monday, uh, this coming Monday. So that's uh, February first. That's right. So, uh, final thoughts, comments. Uh, I'll start. Eliza, thank you, thank you so much for coming on. It's short short notice, but you came prepared. You brought you brought the A game. I uh, hope you had a, a good time. Yeah, this was fantastic. I had so much fun. I was honestly kind of nervous just because like, I know I've never done anything like this before. Oh, um, but I this was awesome. This was a, such a great experience. I am so happy to be here. This was yeah, this was fantastic. I love it. This okay, great. Well, we're, we're, we're happy that we, uh, we, we, um, uh, you know, hope, hopefully the, the interview and being on the podcast today made it worthwhile to become a patron. Thank you very much. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, Victor, any final comments? Yeah, I've got some thoughts for you and and also for Eliza. So first, first with the with the good stuff. Uh, so Eliza, uh, um, uh, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, actually, I have to uh, call this out. Portland, um, uh, your basketball team actually. Oh yeah. My son's fa- most favorite basketball player of all time, uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony, and he he just uh, you know he doesn't stop about him not his favorite team but it's his favorite player so so there's that uh al uh, mm-hmm. i'm not sure um if your invitation will actually work since our show isn't live so i don't know if p- anybody's going to join you to uh on this course today <laughs> based on your invitation <laughs> but but that's well, what not I tonight, but... <laughs> <laughs> that was so perfect 
Oh, I love that. All right. oh, you're you're, a, you're job, a smart Victor. ass. Okay, let, let me rephrase. Oh, After every that recording, I, I, I will join the Discord. <laughs> so next time, if you hear this, you can come on next time. Right, it's an assumed ongoing. <laughs> yes, yes. As long as we're recording. Oh my this. god, that brought tears anyway, to my eyes. Right. That was you're a smart, right. always a smartass, Matt. All right, just save us oh, here, man, man, man. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what you guys did, Eliza. I'm so happy you came and joined us. This is such a trip. I mean, so I, I still go back, and I know I get soft sometimes at the end, and it's, it's this whole podcast thing has been a blast. I mean, we just during COVID, all this madness, we decided to do this. This has been so much fun. The fact that anyone is fucking listening to us is, <laughs> is amazing Creepy. and so much Sorry, fun. What? Yeah, fun. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it just makes it even more fun. And and the fact that we, you know, we, we have the base that we have and we have the downloads we have. And now we have people like you, Eliza, who are, who are supporting us and joining us. It is so much fun. I, I'm so glad you you were able to come and join us, and I can't thank you enough. And anyone out there listening, this is just it's just so much fucking fun. Like, <laughs> that's totally. This was great. Uh, Tanya, gosh, I'm just laughing so hard, my cheeks hurt. Oh my god. Oh, you guys are hilarious tonight. Um, so much thank you. So, so much thank you. Good lord, have another glass. Uh, thank you so much, Eliza, for coming on. It was absolutely fantastic to have another girl. And I love that you took the notes. I have my notebook. So that was awesome. And uh, Matt, <laughs> enough said. So, uh, <laughs> and Victor, thank you so much for calling out Al. That was the best, funniest laugh. I'm going to laugh on that for weeks. Oh, my suck. God. That was awesome. Eliza? Please, please, please oh. don't be poking my Funko Pop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eliza? Yeah. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I'm going to continue being a listener and a patron. And this is, this is great. I love the community that's been built around this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really thankful for it, especially during the times of COVID. Um, it's honestly, it's really nice to have like a group chat on my phone, <laughs> um, on the Twitter DM group, um, where I can just kind of tune in and be like, Hey, what are some other people up to right now? Like, yeah. uh, it, it, I don't know. I love it. So thank you all for just Bring, like having this and continuing to do this and this is awesome so thank you great uh, so I, sweet i forgot to mention in, in the news segment uh the other thing that happened uh actually sunday so the day before k trevor was i appeared on the how are you now podcast um with uh dean our buddy dean and and his wife tiara uh, that just got dropped today. So uh, uh, those of you who are uh, have already watched, you know, season nine and stuff, uh, we talk about se uh, episode two of season nine. It was a lot of fun being on their podcast. And uh, they were, you know, uh, we love having Dean on ours and and uh, they were gracious hosts to have me on theirs. So uh, check it out if you want. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of fun stuff in there. OK, I'm going to play us off here with a song from this episode. Uh, this one's called uh, Swamp Thing by the Grind. This is the song that uh, Derry uh, dances to at the end. <laughs> and does is this song familiar to you? Does anyone, has anyone ever heard this song? Other, like other than outside of Letterkenny? When the uh, banjo part kicks in? I think I in? danced on a speaker at one time with, to the uh, song. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it feels very... <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe-like like, in terms of like... No, uh, no, no. Well, it's that same groove. It's the same yeah. groove, but... Anyway. We'll wait for the uh, the banjo to kick in. Or maybe we won't. Eliza, thank you so much for your support and for joining us tonight. 
Oh yeah. Right? It I've This heard, is the this is the line dance. It does dancing. sound familiar. This is the line dancing. I feel like this song isn't uh, Sounds new. like a movie or something. Well, it's from Letter Kenny, but dance to this. <laughs> I said a movie. Good job. And that's all we have for this episode. Next week we review episode four uh, five of season four. Oh shit, what is it? Um I don't have it here. What's episode five? <laughs> One job. It's, it's the Mc, it's the McMurray episode. Yeah, what the hell is it called? One second. One oh, moment, please. Keep on dancing. Just go for it. Go wild. Yeah, this well, is where you I'm, guys all just need to break well, it yeah, in I'm, your cars. I'm right tap now. dancing. Make fun of me while I look. <laughs> we finally got the intro right. We can fuck if, up the ending. If you're yeah. driving right now, keep your, your foot on the gas. Here we go. Episode five of season four is called The Letter Kenny Leave. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes or become a patron. There's a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtestanPod. Uh, thanks for joining us. Now we're going to put on a pair of cowboy boots and go do some line dancing. On behalf of Eliza, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Bye.